2: The Wisconsin Badgers are back on the recruiting trail. We heard about another commit today, as on Monday, 2024 three star defensive lineman Hank Weber committed to the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm going to take down commitment, Vernon Woodward's commitment, who committed yesterday, and what's next for the Badgers on the recruiting trail? There's a lot to be going on, and I mean, this is all also coming along in the midst of the Daniel Freitag, or Freetag, my apologies, his commitment just this weekend, but Badger football is where it's at right now, and that's what we've got to talk about. Let's start with the most recent commitment of Hank Weber. This one to me was a very interesting one, and <clears throat> I think we're starting to see the power of what really this recruiting staff has. What do I mean by that? We're starting to see how important these official visits are. Hank Weber had been seeing significant, significant uh, sub, uh, rec- interest from North Carolina and Vanderbilt. UNC was uh, not necessarily the odds-on favorite, but the place he was most likely to go based on his uh, his visits. He'd been there six times in the last two years, uh, and, I mean, that was the place that a lot of people projected him to go. But <clears> – <throat> Throughout his recruitment, Hank Weber had said that Wisconsin was a place that he was expecting to also see, uh, essentially expecting to be in the race, and after this official visit, Hank Weber becomes a Badger. Let's talk about what Hank Weber brings to the Badgers. Well, he's a 6'4", 250-pound guy, a guy who continues to grow in his frame, pretty big guy. He's expected to play that three-tech to five-tech role, a versatile role for the Badgers. And I think that that's going to be important because right now, the the Wisconsin Badgers, they don't have much in their defensive line room for the 2024 class. This is the first commit they have. Remember back, I believe in February now, uh, or it was either, no, it might've been April, forgetting the months exactly, but the Badgers landed three-star outside linebacker Thomas Heiberger out of South Dakota. That was one of their earliest commits in the class they're also in the race big time for 2024 um outside linebacker Anelu Lafayele. two guys that are in that edge hybrid edge outside linebacker role that is a little bit of a more of expanded role in this group remember in this in the old defense it was more so of a pass rushing role maybe a situational role uh with that edge role but now in this defense that Mike Tressel's there uh Mike Tressel has I've seen it in the spring practice that we've done there are a lot more roles. You could be a blitzer. You could be a straight up pass rusher. You're going to be, you're going to need to be able to, uh, to run defend, but it's not only just playing, uh, at the, at the five tech, or it's not only playing, you know, maybe as a wide nine instead, it's, you're coming out, you're moving in space. You might even be utilized as a regular linebacker. We've seen uh, packages where Daryl Peterson, the team's top outside linebacker this year. Was in alignment with Mumen uh, meta. Uh, obviously, the inside linebacker, the middle linebacker of the team. You might see these different alignments, and so the Badgers are looking for these versatile players on the outside, but on the inside, meaning you know the the, the defensive lineman that they put out. It's going to be intriguing who they try and uh, who they try and land. It was a late race in the 2023 class. Understanding the Badgers obviously uh, had the huge coaching change with Luke Fickle. We're still able to land three-star. Uh, defensive tackle Jamel Howard, their top prospect or top recruit on the board who initially decommitted, seemed like he might be going to Michigan, end up committing to Wisconsin, a huge land there. But the Badgers are looking to add another body on the defensive line, potentially even at defensive end as well. You've got a couple of players coming in. Um, Dominic Nichols was another edge rusher. The Badgers hosted on an official visit earlier this week. They've got uh, so he obviously was a guy who they brought in alongside Hank Weber this week uh or sorry this past weekend let me let me clarify um and it seemed like that visit went well too Benedict Ume a late riser in the class uh in terms of the Badger's interest a four-star defensive lineman he was on campus this past Friday and so he's another guy who could be in the mix uh, albeit a little later than some of the other guys Next week, Dominic Kirks comes onto campus as well as Obina Onwuka comes onto campus. Kirks a three-star, Onwuka a four-star. Regardless of what they're rated, you know, there are a couple of prospects that the Badgers want to bring in. Another guy, a guy who they're, uh, I believe, in the top three for is Liam Andrews, a four-star offensive lineman uh, who is the number one rated interior offensive lineman, I believe, in the entire 2024 class. However, the Badgers don't want him in their uh, in their offensive line room. Instead, the Badgers are looking to try... right at the fourth recruitment. Trying to sleep would be a solid interior offensive lineman. Comes on a visit this next weekend after visiting with. For the Badgers in the 2024 class, huge landing for him, and he's going to be a guy now that tries uh, that comes in. He's going to be a guy who should fit the culture well for the Badgers in the in the 2024 class. A nice landing for Greg Scruggs and a nice landing for the Wisconsin Badgers. Next commit on the board that was the cornerback Vernon Woodward. I believe Vernon Woodward III, um, who committed yesterday, and another intriguing commit because the Badgers, up until Woodward's commitment, weren't necessarily they, they didn't have a cornerback yet in the class. They had a defensive back, Camir Prescott, uh, they're one of their top safeties on the board, uh, committed to them earlier in the process. A nice safety, a three-star out of Philadelphia, but they hadn't had a cornerback on the board. Vernon Woodward, he brings that to the table. He's really what they're looking for in their prototypical corner. 6'2", lanky, he can play corner, he can play defensive back, he's got the versatile range, but what you like to hear, guy who's physical, a guy who uh, I believe he had 57 tackles uh, his past year in this in his junior season, a guy who can play the run fairly solidly, a guy who isn't afraid to hit. Obviously, that changes at the next level with the size difference and things like that. But you want that mentality that you can then uh, mold and groom with your training staff. And obviously, Wisconsin's got one of the top ones um, here with Brady Collins leading the bunch. But Vernon Woodward, the first cornerback commit, And I think this is honestly an intriguing position because the Badgers didn't have any commits coming into this weekend, but I think they're in a pretty good spot when it comes to cornerbacks. And I'd be I I wouldn't be surprised if they lock up the position by next weekend. The Badgers have a couple of guys coming on official visits this month. Uh, Woodward was one of them. He came this past weekend and committed after his official visit. But then you also have Lloyd Irvin, a guy who they offered recently, a guy from Maryland who's top uh, high on their board, another link guy. He's 6'3", around 180 pounds. They have Jay Harper from Alabama, a smaller corner, 6'165", who's coming in next weekend, and then a recent uh, guy on the board, a four-star Emilio Agard out of Pennsylvania. He is also coming in next weekend, a guy who recently booked his official visit, 5'10", 165 pounds. Then you've got some other guys that they're looking for in that room. Jalen Todd, Miles Lockhart, they're coming in the weekend after. But I wouldn't be surprised if the final guy commits next weekend. Lloyd Irvin could be that guy. And the reason is they have a lot of targets who do feel pretty highly about the Badgers. And so I, I wonder how you know how they how they play it out. And remember, this has been a huge, tumultuous offseason and really full season about the Badgers and their defensive backroom. It was pretty clear Luke Fickle, not too big of a fan of the cornerbacks that were previously here, didn't play that strongly in uh, in, in spring ball either, leading to three transfers, a Corey Lide, uh, Avion Jones, uh, uh, amongst them. And so, you know, you have a couple of transfers coming out or three transfers going out of the room. Um, the last one being Al Ashford, of course, who committed to Utah state who wasn't there at spring practice, still, uh, nursing back from the injury, but you have three guys who transferred out. You also don't really have too big of a gap, um, uh, in terms of your starting talent and then your second guys, because remember guys like, um, uh, Jonas DeClona, guys like Jace Arnold, they were the second teamers this past offseason. And one thing I'll point out with the cornerback room, Jonas DeClona, Jace Arnold, and really the entire
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
1: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: ...of this cornerback room. They're small. 5'9 to 5'11 guys. Even last year's group with Jay Shaw, Justin Clark, Cedric Dort uh, amongst the starters alongside Alexander Smith, none of them over six foot tall. And that's an issue. The Badgers, one of the reasons their defense uh, was not as strong in the secondary, were beaten over the top because receivers were just bigger than them, able to beat them at the catch point. And that's an issue, especially in the way that Luke Fickle and company wants to play. Now, I think this new scheme is a little more comfortable for cornerbacks. It's a little more of a defined role, and that is going to help the cornerbacks. But Luke Fickle and company has also showcased we can mold these blankier cornerbacks. You know, obviously, the the issue with some longer cornerbacks with uh, uh, wider wingspans, you got some holding penalties that you might have to worry about. You've got, you know, uh, the the grabbing tendencies, the hips. The hips are huge because you you obviously want quick hips as a cornerback, and sometimes they lead to stiffer hips. But he's molded. Two NFL cornerbacks that are 6'2 or above, and Kobe Bryant and Sauce Gardner, both of them were drafted in the 2022 NFL draft. Kobe Bryant, I believe, a fourth or a fifth round pick by Seattle. Sauce Gardner, obviously, the fourth overall pick by the New York Jets. That's been a huge selling point overall in conversations. Anytime I've talked to a recruit in the cornerback room or in the secondary room, they talk about – uh, you know, how they uh, how they have confidence in the staff, understanding they were molding a cornerback in similar stature to them. And so Vernon Woodward, going back to him, he fits this mold, aggressive. I'm interested to see how his, uh, his coverage skills translate over, but a cornerback who they had high on their board who ended up committing, I wasn't, I, it's not that I was surprised necessarily, but I wasn't ex- necessarily expecting the commitment this early, straight after the official visit. Looking at the other options though, Lloyd Irvin, like I said, six three, one eighty, he could be a guy that commits next weekend. And with what I said about the room, a smaller room, wouldn't be surprised if the Badgers go with two longer cornerbacks in this class to try and, you know, balance that out. Because I wouldn't be surprised if Jonas DeClona, Jace Arnold, those guys translate over to the slot later in their careers, while guys like Amari Snowden, a guy who should be on campus in the fall, and other guys like You know, uh, Vernon Woodward or maybe even Lloyd Irvin or whoever they end up landing, uh, take the reps on the outside. That could be uh, a balance that they have because even in the slot, they don't have much depth. Amon Williams was there in the slot uh, this year as the backup. And uh, Jason Maitre, the six-year defensive back, he was in the slot this past uh, past offseason. But Maitre's gone after this season. And Amon Williams, um, I don't know if he's the guy who they plan to be their starter. So, you know, you might want to start developing guys in the slot. And Jonas DeClone and Jace Arnold, they saw time on the outside because that was, you know, where they the Badgers needed some guys. They didn't have much depth. But now you could move them over to the slot, try out some other guys on the outside, and you might get a better balance. And, you know, a better understanding of what your future could be, understanding how the system works well for defensive backs. But that's what I'm going to say about the corners. Let's look forward, and let's talk about some of the uh, some of the uh, recruiting going on a little later. The Badgers obviously coming out a little stronger so far. Two commitments, but a lot of interest. A guy who has popped up on radars, four-star offensive lineman, Kevin Haywood, who I expect right now to end up with the Badgers. He's a guy from uh, Pennsylvania, a four-star offensive tackle who has seen a wide variety of interest, was expected to take a couple of official visits next weekend. So that's why I'm not exactly sure, does um, Kevin Haywood end up committing this weekend or does Kevin Haywood end up after um, uh, or you know later on if he chooses to come to Wisconsin, of course. But talking about Kevin Haywood, it seems, once again, it seems like the Badgers did very well on their official visit with the prospect, and that's a huge sign. If these official visits are coming together, because Madison's a beautiful campus, of course, and the campus part's there, but if the culture, if the players, if everybody's invested in and these official visits are paying off, it's a great sign for the Badgers, who might be able to flip more prospects than expected on these official visits. Kevin Haywood, a four-star offensive tackle, would fit that second offensive tackle that the Badgers have been looking for. They have a couple of guys on their board. Ronan O'Connell amongst them, who I believe uh, is uh, has said the Badgers are in his top three. That one might be tough. He might go to Tennessee, who appears to be the favorite right now. He's an in-state guy. Might go to Tennessee. Clemson's also in the mix for Ronan O'Connell. Um, but O'Connell could be also an interior guy, or you know they, they figure it out. But Haywood, an offensive tackle, would then match with uh, an earlier prospect in Derek Jensen, who already committed to the Badgers, an in-state guy. Badgers looking for two offensive tackles, I believe, in this class, maybe uh, maybe one more. But Haywood would fit that hole and would be a huge signing uh, or a huge land for the Badgers, um, whereas he had a significant amount of interest, and especially from Kentucky, Auburn, USC, those are the three official visits that he was going to have. But the more important one, Penn State. That's been the place, the in-state option for uh, Kevin Haywood. That's been the place that many thought Kevin Haywood would mi- most likely end up at. But if the Badgers can flip him uh, compared to Penn State, that would be a huge, huge land for Colin Hitchler and Jack McNeil, the two top recruiters on uh, on his case, obviously, for the Badgers. Other guys that have uh, obviously... Uh, that could land up with the Badgers. I spoke about one earlier, Anelu Lafaele, the top edge rusher on the Badgers board for months now. He's been for months, and and that he's a guy who he's talented. I mean, he's a guy who you can make the comp to Nick Herbig in, in that regard in terms of his intangibles and or sorry his his size, the way that he plays more of a situational pass rusher would be in maybe a bit of a different role understanding the new scheme, but he's a guy who's high on the board. And also, I mean, you can't deny that the Madison to Hawaii pipeline, or Hawaii to Madison pipeline, excuse me, is there. Herbig, Kamoi, Latu, you know, there are a couple of guys on the board for the Badgers that – obviously share a similar experience to Anelu Lafayette and that means a lot to him that culture fit and so we'll see obviously if he ends up committing sooner than later but he's been another guy in the mix has seen uh has seen interest from other schools as well and he's he I think he's Probably got about a top four, maybe. Um, I know he's visiting Notre Dame on an official, visiting Hawaii on an official, visiting Washington on an official, has Wisconsin, and also has Arizona State. So four more um, apart from Wisconsin. But I think right now Wisconsin seems to be the favorite for alu Lafayette. We'll see if he commits sooner or later if he ends up committing but a huge, it would be a huge landing for the Badgers if they end up getting him a nice, nice edge complement to Thomas Heiberger and would wrap up that edge class for the Badgers, a strong one here in 2024 if they land Lafayette L.A. Some other guys that uh, we can talk about that recently got on an official visit, Badgers are looking to round out that secondary as well. Camir Prescott, they got him. Vernon Woodward, they got him. A guy who a lot of prospects have been talking about, Xavier Lucas, safety um, couldn't maybe even play corner. He's around six foot one eighty-five. He's another guy, an interesting guy, another Florida guy, uh, Woodward also from Florida. Badgers, are, Badgers, they like that Florida area. They are able to recruit well in that Florida area. Lucas is the guy who could fit in the mold there. And he could be, you know, he could, he's a guy, um, who's also on the Badgers boards. He could be there. Some other offensive line guys that I've talked about, uh, uh that I'm, uh, that I talked about Ronan O'Connell, obviously, but you know the interior guys. The Badgers might want some guys on the interior. Liam Andrews, a guy who uh, fits in that mold. Another guy, Ryan Corey, uh, from Pennsylvania, another state where the Badgers have recruited strong. Corey, he's gotten interest from Pitt and Vanderbilt. Uh, Wisconsin also in the mix there. Hopefully, they can get him. But so far, what I've got to say. Props to Luke Fickle, props to the recruiting staff. It's been a strong start to June, and obviously this is just the first part of it. There's a lot to come for the Badgers on the recruiting front. couple of positions, though, they've gotten out of the way to start. You got your cornerback in Vernon Woodward. That's one of them. Still looking for another one at least. And then you also have uh, the commit today in defensive lineman Hank Weber. A nice flip, whereas he had seen significant interest from North Carolina and Vanderbilt. That's all for now. We're going to be back soon with some more content once the Badgers keep the ball rolling. It's been an exciting offseason so far. A lot of stuff that came out of spring, a lot of stuff that came out of obviously the transfer portal. And now the fun part begins again with recruiting in June. The official visit season is starting. For those of you guys that are tuning in, thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Click notifications for the latest Badger updates and the rest um, uh, of what's going to happen in June because it's going to be a fun month. And also make sure you guys download the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Links will be in the description. I'm putting this out on Apple Podcasts so that you guys can tune in even if you can't catch it live. But Guys, thank you so much and we'll catch you guys next time.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,